G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here with yet another phenomenal interview about to hit your earbuds. I must say this year in particular, 2023, has been a phenomenal year to speak with some absolutely unbelievable people, some very, very high quality people, very, very successful people, but always people who are there to serve their groups, their communities, their tribes, and uh, us as podcast listeners as well. Uh, an absolute privilege and something that I never, ever take for granted. And in today's episode, an absolute treat. I get the opportunity of speaking with none other than Dr. Noah St. John. Now, if you don't know Dr. Noah or if you haven't heard of Dr. Noah, uh, a simple Google search will actually reveal to you just the quality of this particular individual, but also the impact that he's had on businesses, people, uh, and particularly celebrities around the world. He is known as the father of affirmations and the mental health coach to the stars. He's also a speaker, entrepreneur, and an executive coach. He has written uh, not just one best-selling book, he's written 24 best-selling books. And we refer to a number of those books through this particular interview, and I've put the titles of those books in the show notes as well. So I highly recommend you plug in, take lots of notes, and it's one of those interviews that you can listen to over and over and over again, because it's not necessarily what you think it's going to be in terms of success principles. So without further ado, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales leader looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast and a very special welcome all the way from Ohio. Uh, in the United States, a Dr. Noah St. John. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Great to be here, Darren. It's um absolute privilege, and it's not often that I get to speak to uh, a man who has written 24 books. That is six. There they are. Some of them. That's not even there all of them. <laughs> and I was just actually when we when we connected not long ago, and we we're going to do this, I I saw the book Affirmations, yep. and I think I think it was a was a few years ago. I think Bob Proctor might have been um, uh, promoting it. Well, a lot of big names have promoted me over the years. Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, Jenny McCarthy, John Asaraf, Jack Canfield, Neil Donald Walsh, Joe Vitale. So maybe Bob did too. I don't know. But uh, I mean, these the people I just mentioned have given me, you know, testimonials, endorsements and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been out for, well, I discovered Affirmations 26 years ago, so it's been out for quite a while, and a lot of people really do, uh, they they love it. They get very excited about it. It's, um and look, uh, not not to name drop, you named, named probably about four or five key people there that I guess most people know, but um, it, uh, you're also known as the father of Affirmations and the mental health coach to the stars. So you work a lot with not just Fortune 5000 organizations, but also working with a lot of Hollywood celebrities. And um, what I love to do today is delve into not so much the, the goss in, in Hollywood, but more so the mindset that a lot of the top performers need to tap into. As we talked about before we launched into the recording, this is this is a sales leadership podcast. So, mm -hmm. And sales in particular, um, whilst a lot of it is technical, it has to be a lot in between the two ears that we have. So... Right. Love to uh, love to delve into that, but just um, uh, just to give the audience a bit of a background on who is Dr. Noah, um, 
just a little bit of background of you and what led you to do what you do today because it's a it's an extraordinary career that you've actually formed and the work that you do today well thank you very much i appreciate that well you know it started very organically i grew up poor in a rich neighborhood and i know that's a total cliche but it's totally true i grew up in this little town called kennybunkport maine which is one of the wealthiest communities in new england here in the united states but my family was dirt poor. And I mean that literally because we lived at the bottom of a dirt road in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents actually ended up losing to foreclosure when I was just 15 years old. Right. So from a very young age, I was painfully exposed to the gap, the chasm between the haves and the have-nots. The haves yeah. was everyone else in the community. The have-nots was my family. And, you know, I'm sure we've all heard motivational speakers, you know, or whatever. They get up on stage and I'll say things like, well, you know, well, we were poor, but we were happy. We didn't know we were poor. Well, in my family, we freaking knew we were poor <laughs> because, because my mother, bless her heart, reminded us every day that we were poor and miserable. So no, it wasn't happy. It sucked. And so from a very young age, I was, you know, because I hated being poor because I saw that right down the street, there's great wealth and abundance. So I literally mm -hmm. said, how the heck do I get from here to there? And of course, you know, there was nobody to help me back then. There was no internet, of course. So none of the things we have today. So I did the only thing I could think of to do, which is I went to the library and I read every book in the self-help section. I just went to the self-help, you know, the success section, and I just read every book. You know, all the classics, Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Stephen Covey, you know, all the classics. Yeah, And I really, really tried to get them to work. You know, I, I worked really hard. I focused. I, I, I applied myself. But son of a gun, I just, I couldn't seem to get it to work. So at the age of 25, I actually decided to take my own life. I decided to commit suicide because I was so depressed, frustrated, lonely, broke. You know, my girlfriend had just left me. It was like a country song, you know, but, you know, it was true. <laughs> but anyway, so at the very last moment, my life was spared. Now, I didn't know why at the time, because I, I'm like, well, I'm still here. But why am I here? Yeah. And I realized I don't know what I'm doing here on this planet. I, what is my purpose here on the earth? And so yeah. I didn't know how to answer that question. And so I went back to the library. And this time I read every book in the spiritual section, you know, all the spiritual thinkers of our time. So the first journey was more like an outer journey, which yeah. for me, you know, didn't produce the results I wanted. So I, I really realized I had to go on an inner journey. And so I read all the spiritual books. And then fast forward five years later in 1997, I had these epiphanies and I realized exactly what was missing in all those books that I spent all those years reading that no one was talking about. And I'm like, holy mm -hmm. cow. This is my purpose. This is what I'm here for because no one's talking about this. And I'm like, well, geez, I guess I got to write a book. So I got to write my first book. So I decided to write my first book. It was called Permission to Succeed. Yeah. And I first I self-published it. And then it was subsequently published by the Chicken Soup for the Soul publisher. Yeah. And um, Jack Canfield actually discovered me back then. And he sent my book, which is my self-published book, to the Chicken Soup publisher. And he said to them, you guys got to publish this book because this is like, this is groundbreaking. And in fact, he was my very first uh, celebrity testimonial was Jack Canfield. He's right on the cover there. And he, you know, he's been a dear friend for many years now. But that's really how it started. So my first book was Permission to Succeed, uh, published in 1999. And now, you know, 24 books later, we've helped our clients uh, both, you know, with one-on-one -on -one and group coaching. We've helped our clients add over $3 billion dollars in new revenues because of my methods, you yeah. know, six and seven and even eight figures that we felt our clients make. And what happens is my clients, 95% of them are people who tried everything else. You know, they've gone to all the big names, all the gurus, all the marketing guys. And they're like, how come I'm still stuck? And it's because 
And I go, well, it's because everything they didn't tell you. It's what they left out. And so that's why we get, you know, people doubling, tripling, quadrupling, literally their their income in, in, in record time. So really, that's how it started. And that's that's wow. why I'm here. And, you know, the, the obvious question that's on the top of my mind, and I'm sure on the top of people's minds that are listening to this is, okay, all of these, all these people have gone to all the so-called gurus, the experts, and yep. it's not still not working for them. Um, mm -hmm. What was the, what was, was there a singular thing that was like an epiphany for you having done all of yes. the outer work, but then realizing <laughs> it's all the inner work? What was the epiphany that's led you to create this, I guess, this movement for, for one of a better yep. term? It is, it is definitely a movement. And yeah, it, that really was it. And it, it really came from my frustration. That's why I shared my story, you know, briefly there, because I want people to realize that it came from a very uh, organic place and a very frustrated place. It came from pain, yeah. right? Which is yeah. where a lot of entrepreneurs start their their entrepreneurial journey, right? Because of, you know, a frustration or why doesn't somebody do this? And they're like, well, I guess I got to do it, right? You know, yeah. like, that's what it was me. Somebody's got to write this book. Oh, shoot. Well, I guess I'll write it, you know? And um, so for me, it really was understanding, and it was a realization after reading all these books and spending years and years, that the, that highly successful people are doing things unconsciously that they don't even know they're doing. Yeah. And therefore, they can never teach it to you. Yeah. Now, let me share what I mean by that. So okay. whenever we humans want to master a new habit, we go through four stages, and they're called the four stages of competency. The first stage is unconscious incompetence. That means you don't know, you don't know. Hmm. The second stage is conscious incompetence. That means you know, you don't know. The third stage is conscious competence, which is you know, you know. And then the final stage is unconscious competence, which is you do without thinking. Yes. So like when I'm doing my keynote presentations or workshops or seminars for, you know, companies, teams, you mentioned I work with, you know, Fortune 5000 companies and companies all around the world, whether, you know, live or virtually. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll use the example in my presentations of driving a car, right? Yeah. So I'll say to my audience members, so how many people here know how to drive a car? Of course, almost every hand goes up, right? And so I say, did you realize that you actually had to go through those four stages in order to drive a car? So the first stage is you didn't know you didn't know how to drive a car, Yeah. right? Nobody comes out of the womb and says, hey, where's my car, <laughs> right? You, you don't even know, right? The second stage is you get to a certain age and you're like, hmm, I really want to get away from my parents and uh, I can't go far enough in a bicycle. That's all I can drive right now is a bike and I can't get far enough away from my parents. So, oh my gosh, I got to drive a car, but oh my God, I don't know how to drive a car. Gosh darn it. So now I know I don't know, right? Yeah. That's the second stage. And the third stage is you get to a certain age, you're like, okay, now I can learn how to drive a car so I can get away from my parents, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm being silly, but you get the yeah, point, yeah. right? And so, you know, you drive a car. If you can remember, you know, back then, certainly for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm older. So, you know, when I took driver's ed, um, we were in a, a Buick about the size of a city block. I mean, it was like this <laughs> with a massive turning circle. Uh, right. I was like, ah, you know, and you get all this, you know, all this stimuli, right. Being thrown at you. And, you know, again, if you can remember that far back for the folks listening and watching, you know, it, if we could have actually measured your brain, we would have mm -hmm. seen your brain was like, yeah, like off the charts, right? Just because all of this new stimuli that you've never seen before, you've never experienced it, right? Yeah. And so that was what was happening. You, you were becoming consciously competent. Mm. But then what happened? You kept practicing, kept doing it, doing it, doing it. And of course, now today, for most folks watching, you are unconsciously competent at doing this habit called driving a car, which used to be very difficult, right? At, yes. at the beginning. And of course, before you didn't even know, you didn't know. So what I realized, and that's the analogy I use, 
and the example, because, you know, everybody can relate to that. Mm. What I realized, and this is one of the things that makes my coaching and my training different, is that highly successful people have become unconsciously competent at allowing themselves to succeed. Now, that sounds like a mouthful, and it sounds like, what are you saying? But what I realized, and that was why the title of my first book was called Permission to Succeed. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I trademarked that term. I actually own that term. I'm the person okay. that owns that term, Permission to Succeed, because no one was talking about this. Because, okay. you know, think about this. What every guru out there is teaching you is what? How to succeed. How to succeed, yeah. Right? What, what so, to do. Yeah, here's what to do. Here's how to do it. Okay. So yeah, if you want to succeed. So and also think about all of the the classic books, you know, that I was talking about, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Think and Grow Rich, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, these are seminal works in self-help, right? Millions yeah. of people have read it. Well, mm -hmm. how come millions of people have read all these books and they're not successful? Why are they still stuck? Because what they were talking about in those books are conscious habits. So what they did was they went out and they interviewed. So let's take Napoleon Hill as an example. Almost, every, I'm sure everybody watching this program has either heard of or read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon yeah. Hill. So what did he do, you know, 100 years ago? He interviewed all these successful people. And he said, hey, so how'd you succeed? Well, I did this, 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 and this. Okay, put it in the book. All right, you, all you have to do is blah, 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 blah. So how come 30 million people have read that book and not everyone's successful? Because That's of it. what I'm saying right now. Yeah. So they're talking about conscious habits, which aren't wrong. There's nothing wrong with them. But it's exactly like the iceberg principle, right? Yeah. So just like an iceberg, the human mind is actually exactly like an iceberg, right? Only about 5% of our, con of, our, of our thoughts, behaviors, and actions are conscious. Mm. Vast 95%, and this is scientific. This isn't just mumbo jumbo. This is science. Yeah. 90 to 95% of our thoughts, behaviors, and actions are in the unconscious or subconscious. Yeah. That means you don't think about what you don't think about. And so what makes my training and my coaching different and the reason that my clients get such incredible success very quickly is because I'm teaching the unconscious habits of highly successful people mm. that because highly successful people are unconscious at allowing themselves to succeed, which means that they're not stopping themselves from success. So if you would, so take the title permission to succeed, which is now mm -hmm. become what I now call the power habit system. That's the official name of it. Yeah. Uh, the power habit system, which again, I talk about in my books, like power habits, and you can see some back there, but, and you know, online courses and coaching. I mean, and, and when I do training for sales teams, for example, this is exactly what I'm teaching. I'm yeah. teaching the power habits of unconsciously successful salespeople. Yeah, because you could sit and and we've heard this too a million times, right? Hey, if you want to be more successful as a salesperson, let's just take a salesperson as an example. You want to be more successful as a salesperson? Take your number one salesperson, take him out to lunch, and ask him everything he does. Great. So you do that. You ask him everything he does. So Bob, how'd you become? Well, you know, I don't know. I just call people and talk to them, and you know. <laughs> and by the way, the most important thing is be yourself. Yeah. Okay. You know, thanks a lot, Bob. You just wasted my lunch here. <laughs> Didn't I mean, help me. Anything. Right. So I'm not I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm just saying they don't even know what they're doing. It's not. Yes. They're dumb. It's the opposite. It's that like they're unconscious. Yes. Right. So, you know, it's like talking to a great athlete. Well, how do you dunk that basketball? How do you hit that golf shot? How do you now? Of course, they practice, practice, practice. We know that. But at the end of the day, we could do exactly what they're doing. And, you know, there's no way that you or I would be as good as that, you know, great athlete. So it's exactly. So what I've done with the power habit system is level the playing field. And that's one of the reasons why my clients get incredible results so quickly. And so as you were talking about that, 
I had visions of Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, right. uh, Roger Federer. Um, exactly. And all those guys have they have something. Now that some some people might call it the um the the one percent or the the they've been they've been touched by the hand of God, for example, right? <laughs> um but they do things unconsciously, but mm-hmm. are we saying that these people who are really, really successful, even though they do things unconsciously, they're consciously aware of what those unconscious things are. So they're unco- they're consciously aware of what those. No, they're not those- conscious. And see, that's that's exactly the point. So you could you could interview them, you know, for the next you know year, and just say, so what did you really do? Yeah, and they're like, I don't know, I just do it, you know. Yeah. Now again, I'm I'm not suggesting for a moment that they don't work hard. You know, the athletes that you mentioned, I mean, they work hard, they put in the hours, they put in the reps, but there's still that X factor mm. that can't be accounted for by just mm. hard work because yeah. lots of people work hard. Yeah. Lots of people, you know, put in the hours. That's not it. Yeah. And so what I do and what I teach is, is in fact, the X factor. And it took, <laughs> it took the nerdiest nerd in the industry, which is me. <laughs> and meaning I had to be like... Um, here in the United States, we have a there's a show called The Big Bang Theory. I, I don't know if you yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like the Sheldon Cooper of self-help. I'm like the mad <laughs> scientist, you know, because I had to go in there and go, what the heck are they doing at the molecular level? Because they don't they just don't know. They and and you know, again, I'm I'm saying that as a compliment. Yeah. It's it's they're they they're unconscious. They're unconsciously competent at allowing themselves to succeed. So let me let me give you actually a, a, a perfect analogy that I think a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. So I talked about driving a car. I use the car analogy a lot because when you think about reaching your goals, right? So let's say your goal in sales is to, you know, make another uh, or an extra 100K a month. Or let's say if you're a business owner, you know, you want to add seven figures to your business this year or whatever that might be or eight figures, whatever. Yeah. Right. So you have a goal, right? And we all have those. And so a goal is exactly like a destination in your car, right? It's Mm -hmm. someplace you want to go to. Yeah. Right. So even if it's just go down the street to the grocery store, right, that's that's your destination. So, mm-hmm. you know, here's my goal. That's my destination. But think about this in a, in a few different ways that you may you probably haven't heard before unless you've you know read my books or taken my coaching. So what think about that? You're going down to um, y- your goal is to go to the grocery store. Now, here's what you would not do. No one would ever get in their car, go to the grocery store walk around the grocery store for an hour, get back in your car and drive home. That doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, it's like, why would you do that? The answer is you wouldn't do that. I mean, that would be idiotic, right? That doesn't make any sense. Why did you go to the grocery store? You went to the grocery store for a reason. Yeah. You needed milk, eggs, bread, whatever, right? You, you had to go there for a reason, right? And so the point is, number one, just okay. I, you know, I want to add a hundred thousand dollars a month. At, you know, as a sales professional, I want to add six, seven, six, seven, eight figures as a, a business owner. Why? Why do you want that? Well, I want more money. No kidding. Of course, we all want more money. No doubt. Why? What are you going to do with that money? Well, I'm going to just, uh, you know, you're going to put it on your bed and roll around it. That, that's fine too. If you want to do that, I don't care. But why do you want? Why do you want this money? Yeah. Because if you don't, if it's just oh money, you know what I have observed in twenty five plus years of, of coaching and training and helping people make over $3 billion. Yeah. Money is, is great. We all want it, but it's, it's actually a weak motivator, which is counterintuitive. Everybody thinks, Oh, it's money, money, money. Yeah. yeah. But not really. Yeah. It's, it's, what do you think the money's going to give you? What do you think that's going to bring you? All right. What, what is it you're going to do with it? Okay. So that's point number one. Now, point number two is going 
I'm going to continue this analogy because mm -hmm. it's very, very apropos for yeah. all of us. All right. So you have that destination. I want to go here. I want to add that 100K or six, seven, eight figures, whatever. Okay. So let's say you're in your car and you're driving. You're driving down the road to your destination and you're all psyched and you're excited and you're, you know, you're listening to your motivational tapes every day and whatever. But did you know that unbeknownst to you, you have developed the unconscious habit of driving with one foot on the brake. So at the same time that you're driving down the road towards your goal, towards your destination, with one foot on the gas, your other foot's on the brake. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to take you to reach your goal? A while. A long, 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 long time. In fact, you might never reach it. So what people don't realize is that 90% of sales professionals, business owners, entrepreneurs, not, you know, all around the world, not just America and the United States, but mm. all around the world, um, are driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake. Now, so here's what happens, all right? Because they're, everybody knows they have a problem, but they're looking at the wrong thing. They're looking at the symptom. Mm -hmm. And that means like, oh, shoot, I'm not reaching my goal. How come I'm stuck? How come, yeah. and, and this is my term, how come I keep hitting this income ceiling? Right. Like I was just talking with one client of mine before he hired me. He was, you know, he'd been at the same income level since 2015. That's eight okay. years at the same income level. Stuck. Yes. Right. And so, you know, he tried Tony Robbins and all these guys. Nothing wrong with them. But why are you still stuck? Oh, because they didn't talk about what I'm talking about, which is yeah. the thing that's it's the one problem that's causing all your other problems. All right, so you're driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake. Again, you don't know you're doing this, number one. And number two, you're not doing this on purpose because nobody mm -hmm. nobody does this on purpose. Yeah. So here's what happens. Guru number one comes up to you and says, hey, I see you're stuck. So here's what you need to do. You need to put a better type of gas in your car. All right, so go to the gas station, put in this real expensive gas. That'll get you there faster. You go, all right, well, you know, he's, you know, drives a fancy car. And he's got a helicopter. So I guess I he must know. <laughs> right. So it's like, all right, you put expensive gas in your car, get back in the car, doing the same habit, same result. Guru number two comes along and says, oh, you know what you need? You need a new set of tires. These tires aren't good enough. You should get these expensive tires. Look at look at my car. Aren't I awesome? And look at my look at all my cool stuff. Aren't I amazing? So get tires like me. Go to, go to the tire store, buy these expensive tires. Same habit, same result. You're still stuck. Guru number three comes along and says, you know what? You need a new car. Look mm -hmm. at my expensive car. I got this fancy uh, you know, Italian sports car. You should get one like me. Spend a lot of money. Come on, you can do it. And you know what? You deserve it. This is the stuff they tell you. And you're like, oh my God. All right. So now I spend more money, spend more time, get a new car. Your by the way, your other car was just fine. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. And so you get a new car and you're still doing the same habit, you're getting the same result. And now the only thing you've done is spent all this time, money, and effort on exactly the wrong thing. Mm. So here's what I do that's different. I come along and I say to you this. <clears throat> um, did you know you have your foot on the brake? And you're like, uh, no. I said, did you know that if you take your foot off the brake, you'll actually reach your destination like five, 10 times faster and easier with less money, less effort, and less stress? And you're like, really? I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's why my clients add six, seven, eight figures. They make more in just 12 weeks than they did in the past 12 months yeah. while actually working less. And you go, where do I sign? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know. So that's why people get so excited because like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. Because everybody else is talking about exactly the wrong thing. Now, there's nothing wrong with gas tires in a car. Yeah. But that's not the problem whatsoever. Yeah. Nobody ever told you or showed you, number one, that you have your foot on the brake, because why would you? And number two, how to systematically get your foot off the brake so you can work less and make, you know, that's why we have people who double, just go to the website. If you go yeah. to BreakthroughWithNoah.com, that's the website to go to, BreakthroughWithNoah.com, 
And you can just see dozens and dozens of success stories. You can watch an 11 minute video training on exactly what I do and why it's different and precisely why Number one, you're driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake. And number two, you don't need to do that anymore. So BreakthroughWithNoah.com. And that is what makes my coaching, my training different. And so as you're talking there, I'm thinking um, the thing that came to mind was self-limiting beliefs or yep. the fact that perhaps we believe or we put we put lids on what we think we're capable of That's based right. on who we compare ourselves to. And why, my, whilst we might look at a out of Michael Jordan or in this sort of realm, a Tony Robbins or whoever and think, wow, look at them. I could never be like that person. That is literally having your foot on the brake. And as soon as you start to language that, and the more often you language that, that becomes almost like ingrained into your mind to say, I could never be like that person. So therefore I have to accept the fact that I'm going really, really slowly or I'll never get to that destination. That's right. Well, and that's what I've written 24 books on. What you just talked about is what I call head trash. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is a book that I've written called Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money. And by the way, uh, for your listeners, they can get this book for free at sendmeabooknoah.com. Send me a book, Noah. Easy to remember. Send me a book, Noah.com. <laughs> the book is free. We just ask you to cover the shipping. We ship anywhere sure. on planet Earth. So send me a book, Noah, is uh, the book for free. But I love what you just said. And in fact, it, it actually got me to think about one of my clients who is a sales professional out in California. And she heard me speak at, uh, it was actually a Fortune 500 company. Um, and, you know, I was speaking at their national convention. I mean, there are thousands of people there. And she came up to me afterwards and she said, Noah, you know, uh, I love what you said. Um, you know, I've taken all this training. I've spent all this money. Yeah. And she said she was making about $5,000 a month, you know, for her sales. And, yeah. you know, nothing wrong with that. That's a perfectly good number. But she says, she said to me, you know, well, but that I'm not happy with that. That's not good enough. Right. You know, it's like, I've, and I've been at this level for years, you know, and I spent all this money and all these. And she said, everything you just said was exactly, well, nobody's ever said that before. I never heard it that way before. So, you know, she decided to hire me as her coach. Uh, we have a program called the 12 week breakthrough where I help people make more than 12 weeks than in the last 12 months while winning their lives back. Yeah. So she joined that program. And we got her from where she was making five thousand a month and had been at that level for years to seventy five thousand a month, and that was in less than six months, five thousand to seventy five thousand per month, not year. Yeah, that's, that's like fifteen hundred percent increase. I was going to say that's that's a bucket load. Uh, not too bad, right? So the point is, and in fact, the reason I thought of it, and I want to use that example, because she actually, her quote is, and you can see this on our website, thank you, Noah, for taking the lid off my thinking and letting me know I could have the best. So yeah. that, I, that that's quote I've you know said for years, because she literally said it, thank you for taking the lid off my thinking. And isn't it true? We so often we have a lid on our thinking, we're like, oh, I, this is all I can get. And it's like, really? That That's it? Uh, okay, if that's what you want. But last time I checked, that's I would call it head trash. So anyway, <laughs> out for well, people for many years. I guess the other thing with that as well is um, you get used to a certain, uh, and I think it's it's like a, I think Napoleon Hill might talk about this in his book. The It's not the thermometer, it's the thermostat. It's the it's the internal um, thermostat, if you like, that, that mm -hmm. we are told certain things, we come to believe certain things, we yep. surround ourselves with people who believe certain things, uh, people speak into us, and therefore it becomes almost right. like reality. Um, taking that lid off and and as a I guess as a business person, as a salesperson, as a sales leader, we've always got to be questioning ourselves in terms of why can't I do better? Why can't right. why don't I deserve better? Right. That's right. I don't I don't want to be envious of any any other person. And one of the things that I teach a lot of sales leaders about is never compare yourself to other people. By all means, look at the strategies and see what they're doing well so you can emulate that and copy it and model it, but don't be envious of them because 
they're successful. And if the, if they're successful, guess what? There's an opportunity for you to be successful as well, as long as you potentially get out of your own way. That's right. And and I mean, you know, I, I think it's helpful sometimes if you do it in the right way to compare yourself to others, because, you know, using Michael Jordan as an example, yeah. you know, or Tom Brady in football, you know, the, when you look at the greatest you go, wow. I mean, that's what's possible for, for us humans. Now, maybe I won't get to that level, mm -hmm. but wow, that, you know, that elevates all of us. So, you know, for the folks listening, you know, think about the the salespeople or the entrepreneurs, you know, in your industry, in your niche, in your profession, or even just across any profession and realize most of them came from very humble beginnings. Very, mm -hmm. very few of them, you know, had a silver spoon or were handed a, you know, big check or whatever. Uh, some of them were, of course, but but yeah. by far the most of them were not and they yeah. just figured it out. But what I will say is that if you were to, you know, interview them or, or have the chance to sit, which I have, I mean, I've been able to interview over 150 millionaires, multimillionaires, even a few billionaires. Yeah. And it has become very apparent to me that all highly successful people are doing these unconscious habits that I teach and they don't even really realize they're doing it. So yeah. as helpful as they are, they're also not helpful because you could sit there all day and interview them and they're never going to get to this level. That's why it took, you know, the nerdiest nerd, me, to really analyze this. And that's why we call it the power habit system. The full, you know, the full title is the power habits of unconsciously successful people. Yeah. You know, going back to what I was saying before, they're unconscious habits that these, you know, really successful people, they don't even know they're doing it. So you can ask them all you want and they're you're never going to get there. So it's, it you know, going back to my iceberg point again, yes, they'll tell you the 5%. Okay, it's not wrong, but what about the 95%? Most people are still driving down the road with one foot on the brake, but these people aren't. See, yes. that's the other point. The the highly successful people, they don't have their foot on the brake. So they're like, well, what are you doing? Why, why are you being so dumb? You know, that, yeah. and they're not, you know, again, they're not trying to be mean. They're just like, well, I don't hold myself back. What are you doing? Well, okay, but that's great. You're the 1%. You're the minority, right? Let's talk about the 99%, which is the average Joe and Jane, which is, geez, I'm driving down the road with one foot on the brake. How do I get out of that? And that's where, you know, I level, that's what my, in fact, it's funny. One of my coaching clients years ago said, Noah, do you realize that your coaching is the only coaching that fixes every other coaching? And I there said, that's a good point. I, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, you're right. That's good. I'm glad he said it. I didn't say it. But I'm like, yeah, you're right. It kind of does. Because if you think about all that stuff you've done, going back to my, you know, illustration of the car, you know, you probably learn how to change your tires and get new gas and even buy a new car. But we're not even, you're not even talking about, we're not even addressing, let alone yeah. fixing the yeah. actual problem. So that's why this is the one problem that's causing all your other problems. And that's another reason we get that hockey stick growth for, for our clients. Because it sounds like it's a, it's almost like an exponential multiplier of all the other like, oh, yeah. conscious habits that we know that people will say, hey, you want to be successful, you got to do this, 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 rinse and repeat. But right. by unlocking what are the unconscious habits that people don't necessarily know they're doing, but yeah. they still do the conscious habits, all of, a, all of a sudden means that those conscious habits are exponentially, I guess, magnified. That's right. Yeah, it, it is precisely like getting your foot off the brake. So I'll give yeah. you a perfect example of this. Uh, I was talking with another one of my clients. His name is Charles. And um, I asked him a question. I ask all my clients, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or group coaching. I say, so uh, I asked him, I said, so Charles, because, you know, he'd been reading my books and studying. He understood my philosophy that it's different, you know. And and he said, or I asked him, how much do you think your head trash is going to cost you this year? In other words, if we don't fix this one problem, how much do you think it's going to cost you, you know, if we don't take it out. And he goes, I mean, without batting an eye, he said a million dollars, I'm easily going to lose a million dollars. 
Yeah. You know, this year, just in the next 12 months, if I don't, if I don't fix this. And I said, you know, Charles, I hear this all the time. I hear, you know, every day from people, you know, it's going to cost me a million, two million or more, you know, so it's, it's not a small problem. It's in fact, the problem is causing all the other problems. So I said, I tell you what, just give me 10% of that million and I will find you a million dollars in the next 12 months. In other words, if you give me $1 and I give you $10 back, is that a good deal? He goes, well, yeah, that's a good deal. So he did that. He he paid me 100K, which is, you know, 10% of a million, right? So he, yeah. that's why I love working with high achievers, you know, because they they make decisions quickly and firmly. Yeah. They don't really dally, don't mess around. So he, he did. He paid me 100K, you know, after one phone call. And um, so I coached him one-on-one for a year. And as it turns out, I didn't find him a million dollars in the next 12 months. Instead, I found him $1.8 million in just 10 months. Wow. So he gave me a dollar. I gave him $18 back. Is that's that a good, good deal? deal? Oh, that's, a, that's a great deal. And in fact, he actually recently sent me an email and he said, hey, Noah, guess where I am? I'm on a seven week vacation. I just bought a new RV. I'm on a seven week vacation with my wife. This has been my dream for years. I've wanted to do this for years and I've you know never had the time or the money. And so now with all this you know new money I've got, I bought a new RV, taking seven weeks off with my wife and I were driving around the United States. And he said, so not only do I have more money than I've ever had, I also have more time than I've ever had. Mm. See, so this is the opposite of the hustle and grind. You know, we all hear that, you yeah, know, the yeah. hustle. You know, I got to be working 14, 18 hours a day. And listen, I get it. There's there's times in your in your life, your career. Yeah, you got to work hard. You got to put in those long hours. But let's face it, that's just not sustainable over the long. Mm. It just isn't. I mean, mm. unless that's what you love. But I'm like, dude, I want I want a life, you know. My favorite thing is not working, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> relaxing with my wife and just, you know, whatever we're doing and just, you know, not working because, hello, you want to set up these systems that make money for you. So, mm. you know, that's what your business and your career should be doing. It should be making money for you, not, you know, you working hard all the time, you know, for your business Absolutely. or your career. It should yeah. be supporting you, not the other way around. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the obvious question now is delving into without giving away the, I guess, the massive secrets. But what are what are some key things that, based on your, I guess, your research and the work you've done and working with highly successful people around permission to succeed and these high-performance habits, what are what are some of, I guess, for sales leaders or sales people listening to this yep. that are looking to just extract a little bit more potential either out of themselves or out of their team yep. that can help unlock some of that potential? Absolutely. So uh, first place to start, and everybody can do this right now, is get very, very clear on your destination, right? So I mm -hmm. talked about that earlier, that a goal is a destination. So get very clear on that. Now, everybody talks about goal setting, I'll set your goals, blah, blah, blah. We've heard that a million times. But what, uh, what I do is a little bit different. And what I do is I show people that there are three types of goals that okay. many people aren't aware of. So the three types of goals that that we humans have, and these are just there, whether you're aware of them or not, are being, doing, and having. Yeah. Right. So uh, the goals of being are, you know, like I want to be happy. I want to be healthy. Yep. I want to feel filled. I want to feel important. I want to feel special. I mean, whatever, you know, those are goals of being. Mm. Right. And so I talked earlier about, you know, money and money is very important. But why do you want that money? Most people want it because I want the recognition. I want the status. I want people to look up to me. You know, I want to be able to go to my family barbecue and, you know, rub it in my cousin's face or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, man. You know, so, but whatever it is, just be very honest, right? So that's the goals of being. 
then the goals of doing, right? You know, I want to take my family on a trip to the Grand Canyon. I want to, you know, uh, go to Hawaii. I want to, you know, uh, ride the rapids, whatever the things you want to do, right? So get clear on those. And then finally having, right? I want to have a new car. I want to have a new house. I want to have a better wardrobe. I want to have, you know, a million dollars in the bank, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So just understanding that being, doing, and having are separate things. Of course, they're all related. But, you know, because... When it comes to goal setting, a lot of people get those very, very confused and mixed up. And, and I want people to realize that those are very distinct. Yes. All right. So that's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing then is to realize that for most people and most people listening to this program, particularly in sales, you know, and in business, um, the very next thing that happens after most people set their goals is they say something like this. Yeah, Noah, I want to add six figures a month to my business, but I can't do it. I, I, I don't think I can do it. And and here's why. And then they list all the reasons, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I can't do it because I don't have the time because, you know, oh, I've tried everything before. Oh, I, I tried this. I went to this seminar. That didn't work. I tried this. That didn't work. Oh, I, I've tried it all before. Oh, I, I don't have the money. I can't afford it. I don't know where to start. You know, so they give you all these reasons. And see, what I want people to realize, and everybody listening to this program, please hear me. Everything you say after the word because is, in fact, the thing that's keeping you stuck. Right. I can't do it because dot, dot, dot. Everything that happens after the word because is, in fact, your head trash. And that okay. is, in fact, your foot on the brake. And that is, yeah. in fact, why you're stuck. And so what I want people to realize now is that, wait a minute, all of that is in your subconscious mind. And here's what I mean by that. See, nobody gets up in the morning and says, Wow, you know, this looks like a beautiful day. The sun is shining and the birds are singing. You know what? I think I'm going to hold myself back from success today. <laughs> I mean, no one has ever said that, right? That would be idiotic, right? Why? Because that would be a conscious thought, right? Yeah. That's a conscious thought. And no one's ever said that. I mean, that's yeah. insane, right? However, that's the point, right? Going back to my iceberg, right? 5% is conscious. Right. You're, you're getting up. You're excited. You know, I'm going to listen to my things. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You're all motivated by the time you get to the office. Like, oh, you know, oh, what's on Netflix? Oh, let's go watch YouTube. for. Oh, let's watch some cat videos for a while. Oh, that's good. You know, <laughs> come on. Why do you think you're doing this habit called procrastinating? Yeah. You're doing this habit called procrastinating because of this thing that no one's ever told you about, which is your head trash, which is the thing that's keeping you stuck. You see how this all comes together? Yeah. And no one's ever talked to you about this before. Because yeah. they're all just saying, come on, set your goals. You can do it. You know, come on. Let's walk over some hot coals. Come on, let's do it. And you're like, okay, I walked over hot coals. Now what do you want me to do? You know? And so I, I get it. I understand why they do all that stuff because, you know, they they realize. But see what, so just honest, just think about this. Based on what I've been saying and what you've now heard me say, just think about this. You're driving down the road of life. You got one foot on the brake. You don't know you're doing that. Hmm. So then all these guys come up and they say, hey, step on the gas harder. What's going to happen? You're just going to ruin your car faster. That's it. You're ruining your car faster. So why do you think why do you think it's called burnout? Burnout. That's it. I mean, you can't get any more literal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I didn't make this up. It's like, oh my God, you're burning out. Well, what if we just get that's what what do you think I did with Charles? What do you think I did with Sheila, who I talked to you about earlier? You know, Tamisa is another, she was a self-proclaimed seminar junkie. That was <laughs> what she came to. She said, I'm a seminar junkie. And, you know, going to all these seminars and she tried everything was, yeah, and she was doing well. She was doing six figures, you know, in her business, but could never break through that income ceiling. She joined my 12 week breakthrough. She tripled her investment in two weeks, two weeks. She tripled her investment. We hadn't even gotten to the money part yet. 
Yeah. I was just telling her about getting her foot off the brake. And she, whoop, hockey stick. So, I mean, I could go on and on. You get the idea. Go to the website. Yeah. You'll see hundreds more. But that's the point. Okay. So understand that if you don't take out your head trash, you will be forced to drive down the road of life with one foot on the brake. Not that you want to, mm -hmm. not that you're doing it on purpose, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You've got this huge iceberg saying, I can't do it. What if we just stop doing that? Now, of course, there's more to it. I get it. I mean, of course, there's more to it. But just as a concept, most people go, I never thought of that before. <laughs> no kidding. I read so every book and they never said it either. That's why Absolutely. I wrote my books. Absolutely. So I know that I love the I love the analogy of 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 I mean, the destination, the knowing, being, doing. Um, so I've been doing, having, but, and then the 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 next one is identifying and speak. The whole thing that's holding us back is the head trash. That's right. Um, I I'm thinking the first thing we've got to do is identify that that head trash because for most people, as we've talked about, it's probably unconscious. We probably don't even know we're doing it. It's hundred percent unconscious. It's definitely it's unconscious. Un you definitely unconscious. don't know you're doing it. You don't know. You know you're stuck, and you know you're frustrated. Yes. By the way, the word frustration comes from the Latin word frustrare, which means to be in error. Yeah. Isn't okay. that interesting? Yeah. And so most people don't realize that. And so the word frust because oh, I'm frustrated. That's the number one thing I hear. Oh no, I'm so frustrated. Really? Well, did you realize that's because you are in error? Now again, I'm not saying it's your fault. It's not your mm -hmm. fault, but it's your responsibility to yeah. do something about it. Right yeah. now that you now that I've shown you right, I took the lid off your thinking. I turned the light on. By the way, I'll give you another analogy. Speaking of that, um, one of my clients many years ago, and I mean, I helped him triple his income in like twelve weeks. And he said, "No, you know, as we were doing this coaching, it was like you turned a light on in a room that's been dark my whole life." Mm -hmm. And when he said that, I was like. Actually, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so think about this for everyone listening. Imagine if you're in your, you know, your office or your home right now, you know, wherever you're listening to me, and all of a sudden all the lights went out, right? And you couldn't see anything. It was pitch black. You couldn't see anything. And then a motivational speaker comes up to you and says, okay, now I want you to rearrange the furniture. And what, what do you do? I mean, you're like, well, I can't see. And then they say to you, well, come on, get motivated, set your goals, think positive. And you're like, all right. And you go, and you walk around, you're like, ow, I can't, I hit my shin and oh, I stubbed my toe. Dang it, I can't see, right? And see, he's, that's what motivational speakers do. They're like, yeah. they're trying to get you motivated. Yes. Okay, it's not that it's wrong. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So what I do that's different is I come in and I go, click, turn the light on. Oh, and you're like, oh, there it is. Okay, well, now I can, not, and you're like, now can you rearrange? Of course I can right? So that's what these power habits, that's what my power habit system is. It turns the light on mm. in a room that's been dark for many people for their whole life. Yeah. And that's incredibly powerful and life-changing. So everything after because is head trash. Once they've identified that, which at what point do we move into doing as a habit? Because in order to be successful, because you, you think about, and I, and I refer back to, you know, 15 years ago, the law of attraction was huge. And it was a big marketing right. campaign and just manifest yep. this and think about stuff. And there has to be an element of law of attraction. Actually, it works. But what it missed was the action part. You've got to take some action. So people who have doubled, tripled, quadrupled income, business, um, successful entrepreneurs, Hollywood stars, et cetera, et cetera. At some point, you still have to do the work, right? So you have That's to be right. a good technician and do stuff, right? Um, at what point in the power habits, having identified what is 
what is causing me to have my foot on the brake, once that is released, does that then mean that the habits that we're putting in place in terms of the doing now have more emphasis or do we actually still, as part of your, I guess, approach, is there a doing component to that as well? Well, absolutely. I mean, so this is the training manual that most of my corporate clients use and my sales uh, clients use. It's called Power Habits. Yeah. You can just go to powerhabitsbook.com, powerhabitsbook.com, or look it up on Amazon or wherever, you know, yeah. books you want. But so this is the framework. So it's right here on page 100. I'm just, I'm, you know, showing okay. you. So, uh, and I know it's kind of small, but anyway, okay. so this is the framework. This is the power habits of unconsciously successful people. So 26 years ago, I sat down when I discovered the problem that's causing every other problem, which is this thing that I've written 24 books about, your head trash, I realized, well, wait a minute. Okay, now I know the problem, but how do you fix it? Yeah. Right? And so I literally just sat there at my computer. And I said, okay, well, how the heck do you fix this problem, right? Because one thing, oh, now I know the problem. Well, I still want to, I need to fix it. So the habits, the power habits, my power habits framework system is the thing that gets your foot off the brake. So it's not like you get your foot off the brake and then you start doing the power habits. No, the power habits get your foot off the brake. That's why, you right. know, Tamisa tripled in two weeks because she followed the system. Yeah. That's why Charles and Sheila and, you know, on and on and on and on. Yeah. So, you know, that is a framework that you have to follow, right? Just like if you want to build a house, you can do it two ways. You could start slapping boards together and hope a house shows up, <laughs> you know, or you can follow a proven blueprint, right? A blueprint that works. It's like, oh, well, this goes here and that goes there. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Well, we do that, you know, so... The point is, you know, being the Sheldon Cooper of self-help, I've I've done, I've done it nine ways to Sunday. And and literally one of my other clients, coaching clients years ago, he said, Noah, do you realize that if people follow your system, it never not works? I go, that, yep, you're right. It, it never not works. I, I like something that never not works as opposed to it can work or it might work or it should work. No, it well, never not works. I'm like, yeah, well, it, you're right. Yeah. And it's just like... um in in sales there's so many sales methodologies out there and and they say and the people who the people who sell the sales methodology believe that their their process is the best right and they'll compare themselves to all their competitors and try to explain why theirs is the best etc cetera, etc cetera. and just like anything it's like following a recipe isn't it so if you if you yes. try to make a cake and you miss out some of the key ingredients it's not going to taste great right if you put salt in instead of sugar it ain't going to be a good cake that's right well, so, and you're right. And see, what's great about my power habit system is it underpins any sales training you want. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's Sandler, whether it's whatever, I mean, it, what I teach is not how to sell. It's how to stop stopping yourself from being successful in sales. Yeah. And that's I what think, makes it different because, you know, hey, yeah. all those sales techniques probably work. They all, yeah. I mean, pretty much everything works. That's what I've noticed. I mean, you could go to anything you want and, and basically everything works, really. Yeah. If it's been around for a while, it probably works. Yes. But they're not talking about the very thing that's stopping you, which is, in fact, the thing that I've been fixing for 25 years. I mean, I fixed everything 25 years ago. You're welcome. I mean, but you got to use it. Yeah, you have to pick it up and use it. But that's what I mean. It's it's the underpinning. It's the unconscious reasons why so many salespeople hold themselves back. So what happens when people install, you know, whether it's, you know, individuals, teams, organizations, when they install my power habit system, that's when you have, you know, average performers become above average, above yeah. average performers become super performers and super performers just go through the roof. Yeah. So I'll give you a quick example of this. I was speaking at a, at a conference in Los Angeles a few years ago, 
And this is for a thousand, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, sales professionals. These are six, seven, eight figure earners, right? So, you know, successful people. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking about everything we've spoken about today, pretty much. And, you know, giving my presentation. So I was walking off the stage and a man came up to me and he said, Noah, you are the coach I've been looking for. I want to hire you as my coach right now. Now, I didn't know this man from Adam. Now, ironically, his name was Adam. <laughs> True story. True story. Anyway, so I said, okay, what's going on? He said, Noah, you know, um, my company, he's, he's, he's the owner of the company. He, you know, we're, we're at seven figures, but we've been stuck at the same level for four years. And yeah. he said, I've thrown so much money at this problem because I hate being stuck. You know, I mean, yeah, I like being at seven figures, but why aren't we growing? I, throw, I paid all these marketing guys and all these gurus, da, 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 spent all this money, still nothing, flatlined. Again, I call it the income ceiling, right? Yeah. And so he said, as soon as I heard you speak about, you know, head trash and foot on the brake and unconscious, he said, everything you just said, something inside of me said, you are the coach I've been looking for. He hired me on the spot. Again, that's why I love working with high achievers. They make decisions quickly and friendly. It's beautiful. Anyway, so I coached him for 18 months. In that 18 months, we got his company from being stuck at, you know, the low seven figures to over 20 million in less than 18 months, a wow. 600% increase. Yeah. And that was simply by following my power habit system, just understanding, identifying his head trash, and then systematically taking it out using these habits. And it was things he'd never, ever heard before, you know, and, and you know, none of those gurus that he spent all that money, they were talking about these conscious habits, which I'll say it again, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. It's like, okay, step on the gas harder. Okay, well, it's not wrong to step on the gas. It just ain't going to work. <laughs> I'm just going to ruin your car faster. So there you go. Because that's that's interesting. We have sales teams, organizations that you've got you've got the top performers, you've got the mid core performers, and then you've got the poorer performers, and right. they all have equal opportunity. They all follow the same sales process. That's and right. I know my in my career being a sales leader, I was always frustrated by why why were some people more successful than others, yes. and a lot of people would justify it by saying, "Oh." They got lucky because they got the good leads or they had mm -hmm. the best accounts or they were given right. introductions where others didn't have the opportunity. But when I look back on it, there were certain things that these people did that the others didn't, that if That's they right. did, would probably get closer to the results that these others that were comparing themselves to got. Mm -hmm. um, so right. what I'm hearing here is you, you've got to be a good technician. You've got to be a good exponent of what it is that you do. So you've got to be a good um, craftsperson. But it's the in, it's the inner game. It's it's right. the thought process and what you do every single moment. And being, if we could be more consciously aware of what's going through our head, we would probably be unstoppable. Would you agree? Well, um, yeah. I mean, my actually my, one of my latest books is called "The Power Habits of Unstoppable Self Confidence." So yes, I do agree. Oh, I wrote a book go. on that too. <laughs> <laughs> you name it, I probably wrote a book about it. So yeah, I mean, yes, I do agree with that. Nice. So now as we as we sort of wrap up and, and close out, I, I really like this conversation because it's um normally the the people I talk to on this podcast very good at the, I guess the and there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's I'm a, mm -hmm. I love talking to great people. It's the technique, it's the things we all need to be aware of in terms of being great people, great sales leaders, great leaders, great examples. Um, but being able to delve into, I guess, the stuff that is not as visible that if only it would be great to be able to lift somebody's uh, their their cranium up a little bit and have a look inside and see what's going on, it would be it would be enlightening to say the least. For a well, sales 
done. And see, that's what I've done. I, I did that. I, I did that. And in a way that they couldn't even do, even if I would have lifted up their cranium, it just took, I mean, that's why I shared my story earlier. You know, it took decades, decades of, of study, experience, failure, you know, mistakes, trying over and over and over, trial and error. And finally, I got it down to a system that yeah. anyone can use. That's the beauty yeah. of it. So, you know, we have sales professionals, we have team leaders, we have organizations, we have celebrities, athletes, it doesn't matter because we're ta- we're not talking about sales techniques, we're talking about human habits. Yes. Last time I checked, most salespeople are human. <laughs> most of them. Although so, in the future, maybe there'll be some Skynet cyborgs. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, they should be programmed with my power <laughs> system. You know, then they won't stop themselves. You're welcome. You know, but anyway, at this time, most salespeople are human. And so that's what, you know, and so that's the beauty of it. I mean, whatever sales training you've already taken, now it's like, oh, I get it. Oh, my God, that's why I didn't do it. Or that's why I couldn't get that to work right, because there was just that missing piece. And that's the thing that I hear the most, and I've heard the most for the last you know quarter centuries. Oh, my gosh, Noah, you are the missing piece that I've been looking for all these years. And thank you for giving me the missing piece. And yeah. so, you know, you could say I'm the missing piece in self-help, you might say. There you go. There you go. So for those people who are listening right now, um, a couple of things. One, what would be one thing they could do today as soon as they finish listening to this particular episode to at least take a step towards removing that foot from the brake? And the second, yeah. Thing. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, going back to what first I said. So, make sure you identi- identify those those three types of goals. And then number two, identify what your head trash actually is. And then you know, um, go to you can go to my YouTube channel. Go to watchnoatv.com. I've got yep. over a thousand free videos up there. You can watch some of my video training. Go to breakthroughwithnoah.com. You can watch uh, an eleven minute video there. Um, you can also schedule a complimentary breakthrough session right there at breakthroughwithnoah.com. Um, but I mean, really that the, everything is already there. You know, I've already done all the heavy lifting for everyone. So yeah. there's yeah. nothing you really need to do other than, you know, take advantage of it, you know, whether yeah. it's in my books or my training, uh, or, you know, we also do licensing for corporations. So like I have online courses and, um, you know, we have people who license them or companies, I should say, um, you know, that they, whether it's, you know, 10 people, a hundred or a thousand, you know, and that that way everybody's on on the same page, singing from the same sheet of music. I was actually just talking with you know a company out in South Africa, and they have based their whole sales training on on my methods. Okay. And you know, they're just they're doing amazing things. And so that's the beauty of it is yeah, that that literally anybody in your organization can take advantage of it. Um, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Because then you've just answered the second question is where can I connect with you? <laughs> you've, yep. given, you've given yep. lots of information. So breakthroughwithnoah.com, um, yes. sendmeabook.com. Uh, obviously send me a book, noah.com. Send me a book, noah.com. Send me a book, noah.com. Yes. And also, uh, and I'll just I'll, I'll just mention this one again, because this is the core one that, that most of my sales you know, clients use is powerhabits. Powerhabitsbook.com is the, is the domain for that one. Powerhabitsbook.com. So, I was going to ask you of the twenty-four books, particularly <laughs> as as sales leaders free in the audience that I sort of cater for. Mm-hmm. Um, of those twenty-four books, if if you could say one or two of them is the first thing they should delve into, what would it be? Yeah, it would definitely be these two that I mentioned. You know, the the head, head trash, trash book, head yep. trash send me book, Noah. And again, this book is free; just cover the shipping. And then yep. Power Habits book, uh, which you know any any bookstore, Amazon, whatever, Barnes yep. and Noble. Uh, we'll have that. But those would be the two places to start. By the way, I just, uh, Charles, who I mentioned earlier, that client who paid me 100K after one phone call, yeah. he, he told me, 
this story when we talked, uh, when we spoke um, uh, the first time. And he said, Noah, I was in Barnes and Noble. I was in the self-help help section and I walked by your book three times and it was just facing out at me and something just called to me. And he said, I, I just kept walking by it. And finally I said, okay, I'm, I'm getting it. And he, he, he didn't even finish it. He read like half the book, you know, contacted me on my website, had one call and paid me hundred K and, you know, went on to make over $2 million. So that's the kind of thing, you know, so it, it, it's, it really is. It's one of those inner promptings because a lot of times we will hold, not a lot of times, all the time, we'll hold ourselves back with, with this, our head, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard it all before. Oh, this doesn't make sense. Or, oh yeah, it's the same thing. But you know, what happens is, and you know, like Adam also, I shared that example, you know, when, when people listen to their heart, when they listen to their inner promptings and they go, wow, this really is different. Hmm. Hmm, this isn't everything I've heard before. Not saying that anything you've done is wrong. It's not that, yeah. about that. It's just about saying, well, listen, you can keep putting new gas, get a new tire, even get a new car. If you still have your foot on the brake, you're damn well going to get the same result. I can guarantee you that. Which is why I actually, absolutely, which is why I'm so, we didn't get to the affirmations because I, I know the affirmations part is huge. And that is, you've got affirmations, but being able to take an affirmation and turn it into a question, which actually has a yes. lot more meaning, it really delves into you know, why, why am I successful, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe we'll have to get you back on and do another one. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, we can dive into affirmations and, you know, whatever you want. So absolutely. Yes, that and that is one of the core power habits that unconsciously successful people are doing that they don't even know they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, folks can go to affirmations.com, learn more about that. Uh, I have over 250 domains. I promise I won't give you all of them. So, but uh, <laughs> I know I've given a lot of domains here. I'm like, oh, sorry, I got a lot. Uh, no, that's, okay. Anyways, that's okay. But yeah, that's uh, that's a very, very powerful thing that people love because it works and it transforms lives uh, very quickly. Love it. Love it. Um, Dr. No, I'm very, very conscious of your time. I know it's uh, nearly, well, it is four o'clock now in Ohio. So uh, may I thank you. Greatly appreciate you coming on to the podcast. This has been an absolutely phenomenal conversation. And I think people listening to this, if they haven't already realized that it's the stuff between their ears that is the real catalyst for their success or dare I say it, their lack of success. Um, one wow. of the key things I'm taking out is we've got to look for ways to remove that foot from the brake as we're driving down the road. Uh, and when we go to the grocery store, make sure we're going to the grocery store to buy some stuff, not going <laughs> and coming back again. <laughs> so Dr. Please Noah, absolutely pleasure to have you on the podcast and uh, can't wait to, uh, like in early 2024, let's get back on and we'll talk about affirmations and, and how we do that. Sounds great. Awesome. Greatly appreciated. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.